and welcome to Side Quest Side Sesh. I'm Troy the Valley, and I have nothing prepared to say. Good. <laughs> <laughs> nice glass, buddy. A little treehouse uh, snifter action. That's, that's a treehouse uh, snifter. Not a treehouse beer, though. Tonight I'm actually drinking... Uh, Chocolate lava cake stout from Untitled Art in, uh, I'm sure I'm butchering this, Wanakee, Wisconsin? Where's my Wanakee folks at? Isn't it, is it not Wanakee? <laughs> it probably no. is. Wanakee, yeah. Wanakee? Let's hear Wanakee in the chat. Where's Wanakee at? You drinking your chocolate lava cake stouts? <laughs> Solid 8%er to get me all riled up tonight. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> We're in for it now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've had a long day. I need a need a drink to unwind. I wrote a hit play. I can have a little drink to unwind myself. Um, well, what uh, what were you doing today? What uh, kept you so busy today? I'd rather not discuss it. It's personal in nature. Um, oh. No, I was just working all day. This is what happens is I wake up anytime time between 6.30 and 7. And uh, I get out of bed. I come downstairs and immediately make coffee. Feed Linus. And then I sit down at the computer and I start writing emails and start. And then that can Pause, sometimes. Question. Yes. Where is your son? He's with my wife. And then like. Oh, so she gets up with him, like gets him out of bed. We're all up together. We're watching Peppa Pig. We're having breakfast. I'm making coffee. I'm like, hey, you want to watch Peppa? All right. Let's you want watch a cup Peppa. of coffee? You, want you some, give him a cup of coffee. Hey, you son of a bitch. You're too young for coffee. <laughs> I throw it on the floor as a joke. Um. <laughs> no, it's just, once once everyone's established, I'm like, all right, I got to go send some emails. And that will sometimes just all of a sudden it's five o'clock. Uh, other times it's like, oh, all right, uh, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. But lately it's just been like, just got to send a couple emails. And then I'm like, oh, where did the sun go? The sun is now gone. Uh, that was a real bummer. Yeah. Um, that also happens a bit with daylight savings time, though. That's really yeah. starting to kick in right now. Yeah. Where I'm like. Didn't remember the sun goes down at 2.30. Didn't remember that. The setting sun blazing through the window at 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it goes by fast. And like, it's if I don't have my shades open in my office, I can't even tell the passage of time. Uh, but luckily, Linus will come in and start tapping all of the windows, so I have to open them all up. Otherwise, I'd have no idea uh, what time it is. Um, but yeah, it's just I another missed, one of those days. Uh, I, I missed dinner the other night, uh, just straight up. I was like... Uh, my wife gave me the like, you know, about half hour. And I was like, yeah, I should be fine. Just like emails, editing, whatever in the zone. The, the, the sun's down. Can't tell the difference between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. anymore. And uh, come out and like she's doing the dishes. And I was like, what? Why did you just come get me? And she was like, I figured you were busy. I, I fed the kids. They're, they need a bath. Go bathe them. I was like, but I need to eat. <laughs> I don't want to do the not fun part. <laughs> right <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> i want to eat the lovely cheese cheese dish you prepared <laughs> uh, what was i gonna say I, I had a thought and then i lost it you were talking about uh the mm. missing dinner and i lost it 4 p.m to 7 p.m no oh god what about you matthew yeah. what was uh what'd your day consist of today uh similar i sat to, i got up I ate some breakfast. I sat down at the computer. I looked up and it was, uh, I was my, and Caitlin was like, why aren't we eating lunch? 
<laughs> she fired a can of tuna at your head. Lightning speed. No, usually, usually what happens is she gets, because she, all her work day, she's stuck on Zoom meetings all day. So she gets trapped at her seat and can't get up. Mm. So then I'll get a text like, are we having lunch or not? Are we having lunch? When's, are we doing lunch? <laughs> so then I made lunch and then I did a Peloton ride and then I worked right up until uh, we got on here. And, and you're still working. You're working, man. You're working. Part of the work in life. I thought, we were, stop, I thought, won't I thought stop. we were playing a game. Yes. We are. Yes, the we game are. of life. But speaking of games, I remember what I was going to say. I got the PS5. Obviously, we've talked about it. I'll talk mm-hmm. about it a little more in the after party tonight. Uh, and I haven't even been able to really play it just because uh, there's a lot going on uh, with, uh, with the company and behind the scenes. And uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but the Glass Cannon podcast and Androids and Aliens are coming back next week. Next, next week. week. Uh, so I got this I beautiful PS5 and I can't even play it because we're working overtime to get you these damn shows. You know, and, and you know, I was just realizing if you are listening to this right now, the Glass Cannon podcast comes out at midnight. Midnight. Tonight. Right. Well, if you're I, listening to this on release day, yeah. it's coming out tonight at midnight. No. SideQuest audio is now going to be released on Monday. So Sunday at midnight Eastern, Monday morning, uh, SideQuest audio is going to come out because we've got to clear out the spot, the old spot for the Tuesdays are back for the upperclassmen who just came back from spring break. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you enjoyed your time at the table, freshman. Get out of here, Carrion Hill. (laughs) Can I just say, I don't want to, I don't want to get people too excited, um, but I have now listened to this episode twice that's coming out on Tuesday of the glass can. It's been a while. There is so much to like about this episode. The energy. <laughs> I went like, we just, we do this all the time now remotely and it's, it's great. We do what we can. It's live. You know, it's unedited. You never know what that was going to happen. Sometimes I get angry. Um, <laughs> it's so, it's so great to listen to us back in the studio. It's so great to listen to those characters and the tone of the show is so wildly different than our other mm-hmm. shows. Do you know what I mean? Like strange aeons is its own tone. It is its own definite tone. The Glass Cannon Live Experience. Psychoist Side Sesh has had some very dark moments. Uh, you know, end of season two, book two, uh, for example. Uh, but overall, it's a very light, silly, goofy chance for us to relax a little bit. You know, Androids and Aliens has its own tone. But man, Glass Cannon, I just can't wait for you guys to listen to this. Um, it's great. Yeah, I think I think you'd be really excited. Joe put together this amazing tease uh, for you know he's doing like this on the glass cannon podcast. This tease is going to blow your pants out. It's going yeah, to get ready for a little previously yeah. on. Oh god, the glass cannon. Yes. It is juicy. And then we got Androids and working. Aliens Black Friday night. I mean, it's just it's a crazy week. I was working on that tease a lot uh, for many many hours and digging through uh, these old apps. And I really just focused on book five to just, you know, there's too much to go into everything. So I was just focusing on book five. And I, when I sent it over to Troy, when it was finished, I just said, this is for anybody who thinks nothing happened in book five. Because <laughs> I was like, it's mind blowing how much like epic story happened in book five. Uh, so get ready for a extended super tease for all the nation out there that requested it. We got many requests for it. And I was like, God damn it, I'm doing it. Oh, so man. we got it done. Yeah, I don't envy that amount of work. And uh, it's yeah, it's really exciting. It's just a great way to get back into it. Um, speaking of getting back into it, you might notice that yet again, tonight's episode of SideQuest Side Session is sponsored by our good buddies at Beetle and Grimm's. Yeah. Beetle. Look at Grimm's. this. Beetle. 
great. Not show that amazing graphic again. Uh, this Kickstarter, I mean, what's today, the 20th, uh, 19th? There's 11 yeah, days left in this down. Kickstarter. This is it. Uh, I know we've been getting emails about this, and I've also seen a lot of posts on social media. I know a lot of the niche has already signed up. Great. If you haven't, what's it going to take for me to push you over the edge? Here's the thing. Uh, when I, before I even knew who they were and that they were working with Paizo, I saw a post. I think it was a post that Paizo put up about them. And I saw the, the books. Uh, they, they had different covers than this. It was like a prototype cover. And I was like, holy shit. Those, are those like the, the books they had for uh, D&D when I was a kid? Cause I ha- I still have the cleric book. I've talked about it. I may have even talked about it the last couple weeks. I remember as a kid, you don't have any money when you're a kid. Unless you're Grant with rich parents. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any money. It's like I had to do a paper route for like three months in order to afford the cleric's handbook. And I remember going to the hobby shop and buying that. And it was like, it was like someone was giving me a, a hunk of gold. I was so excited, and I still have it to this day in relatively pristine condition. When I saw those, it brought me right back to, to getting that book. It meant so much to me. And now, now we all have money, so we can buy all of them. <laughs> I know. I think back, and I'm like, if I had money back in 1993, <laughs> oh, man, I would have been the first one with that psionics handbook. But instead, I had to like watch my friend get it, my rich friend. <laughs> and he's just like leafing through his psionics handbook. I was so jealous. It was amazing. And amazing. if I was that just, friend, I wouldn't have let you touch it because no. most likely you touched your genitals and then handled my nice book. <laughs> and I don't like that. <laughs> Do you know I used to make people wash their hands before they touched my Nintendo controller? I believe oh it. Oh my god. Yeah. Did, did you, have, I mean, did you I'm have not surprised. Friends? I did. There were a select few. Uh, <laughs> but enough about me. Let's talk about Beetle and Grimm. Guys, only a couple days left. You gotta get this. Like we said from the beginning, this is all uh designed with Paizo, with the core rule book and the advanced player's guide rules. This has it all in there. Right now it's fighter, cleric, wizard, and rogue, but they're so close to that next class. I just want to find out what that class is because I'm building some characters. I got some stuff going on for Pathfinder 2E. I don't even want to talk yeah. to you about. Maybe a stream. That's a little... Maybe a little upcoming yeah. stream with these guys. That's all I'm gonna say. I would like to have a, a hand book for the class that i'm going to play uh and so that's why we need you to hit these goals just so i can have that handbook uh but i'm telling you the inside you can see a little uh, thing here if you go on the kickstarter you can see a little more lots of original artwork it's it's your character sheet but it's also the rules as well as the sheet if you're a spellcaster, it's the spells and a journal to keep notes best note taker in this group is grant grant would kill for one of these things yeah. Uh, who says I haven't yet? Uh, you mean you'll <laughs> <laughs> get your on chance? A murdering spree. Yeah. Sometimes he kills on accident, just when shaking hands. <laughs> uh, I just I wanted to add in that um, for people that are uh, on a little bit more of a budget, there is a slightly lower entrance option uh, that they also have part of the Kickstarter, which is just the electronic version of the whole book, Ooh. which I think is a really cool idea because. If you want to enter in there, you know, yeah, you miss out on the hardcover and the gorgeousness that, uh, you know, a lot of us really like. But I really like the element of being able to note take and everything on in Acrobat. You know what I mean? Like on a PDF where you're not like handwriting everything that's happening to your character, but you can type notes and you can put your character in digitally and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so for people that are doing remote gaming, that might be even more convenient. And they, they have that option. They thought of everything is, is the, uh, the, the in and out of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so get your hands on it uh, if you can. And uh, I said it before, uh, it's a great uh, great stocking stuff, a great Christmas gift, even if you don't have the physical copy, just to slide that picture. I li- that's what I like to do. If something didn't arrive on time, I take a picture of it, put it in a huge box, stuff it full of pennies and newspaper, and be like, oh, here you go. Be careful. It's very fragile. And you open it up. It's just a picture of a Beetle and Grimm character chronicle. That's fun. You can take that. Go do what you want with that. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, can I tell a quick story yeah. about Beetle and Grimm related? I don't play. Uh, so this is a long uh, tradition in my family. Well, ever since we were like teenagers or older, we would do exactly that. It became a thing <laughs> at Christmas as you tried to disguise your gift by wrapping it in something else, which, you know, tons of people do. But I find it to be like kind of a, a fun hobby. And uh, we would, the joke in my family would typically be like, don't be fooled by the box. And that would usually uh, especially work if you opened a box that was like expensive, like if it was like a, like a Tiffany box. It's a bad example. We never had a Tiffany box in my house. But like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like a, like a high-end department store box, right? You'd, be like, you'd open it up, but there's just like a, a gift card in there. You know, don't be fooled by the box. There's, I didn't really get you something nice, and it would be a joke. And so one year, I got my mom a Kindle. And I bought it, got it sent, and I opened the whole thing up and ripped the box and all that stuff and then wrapped it and packed it back up and gave it to her. And so when she opened it up, it was like a pre-opened Kindle box. And I was like, don't be fooled by the box. I just, I, my Kindle box I used, you know, to, to wrap up something. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's funny. And then opens it up. And she was just like, what is this? And I was like, it's a Kindle! <laughs> I was so psyched. That was like my high point. It was like the, the, the thing the box actually was in reverse worked really well. So well, that's smart. Times. That's she clever. Was like, mm, let me clever. unbox my own Kindle. I was going to film that for yeah. YouTube. <laughs> exactly. She was like, I was going to stream the unboxing, bro. <laughs> I'd be so mad because I saved the boxes to everything. I'd be like, ah, well, can I have your original nice box? Because <laughs> now... Now I won't be able to sleep tonight. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Does anybody else do that? Does nobody else disguise gifts Not in different purpose. boxes? Oh, I do. Well, my yeah. brother was 12 years younger than me. So when, when I was, you know, as he was growing up and getting all excited for Christmas, I'd be like, you can't wrap it like that. You got to wrap it like this. He's going to know it's a wrestling figure. If you make it look, you got to put it in a big box and... So we did that. But I, I like doing that with things that are so obvious that the person is expecting. That's when you really want to try and wrap it up in something else. I had the exact opposite happen. I recently ordered a pair of drop bar road handlebars for my bicycle, and it got shipped to me from China, like in the shape of the bars. So the mailman must have thought he was sending me a novelty pair of antlers. And it was just like this. I never gotten something exactly wrapped in the shape of what it was before. No box. It was pretty great. <laughs> well i'm excited i'm excited to play a little bit tonight um we're getting deep deep into this adventure uh i've talked more on the uh after party about kind of the nitty-gritty of what's going on here uh what you've uncovered so far um but i want to just say that last week's encounter although it was riddled with its own uh glass cannon touch uh it was (laughs) It was kind of interesting because there was, as written, he at a certain point goes to get the chaos beast, the thing that you guys killed already. And then it makes it an even harder encounter, especially if he's 
kind of whittled away at you before he runs and grabs the beast. But, uh, you know, it, it was kind of up to me, like, ha- did he know that you already took it out or not? And then you, or, or what? And so I ended up just having him, uh, fight to the death. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, man, if they hadn't killed the chaos beast for some still surprise you did, uh, he gets out of there, goes invisible, gets down there, opens it up. You guys don't have a chance to really heal. Then it could have got real ugly, especially if I did Chaos Beast with four attacks instead of the uh, the two attack version in the book. So uh, <laughs> I love how you called a version in the book. Oh, I I've gotten to the point now where I change all this shit. <laughs> I just sometimes I'm like ah, I don't like that. You know why? Because I used to be so much more like, well, they know. The, the designers know better, and they do, but they don't know my party. And so, like, from doing Giant Slayer for so long, I realized that I can't just keep things as written. Uh, I've, I've, I've been telling you this up. for years. I know. It is written in the rules. Yeah, I you know, know what I mean? I like, know, I know. Out of the gate, they're like, guys, this cannot work for all groups at all times. So you got to... Shimmy and shake and do your thing, which is why why it's such a great game. And it it isn't always making things harder. That's the easy thing. It's like just changing it to make give your group the proper challenge and and use their Mm -hmm. unique abilities in interesting ways. Um, But anyways, I I, uh, as much of a a stinky mess as part of that combat was. I I like that that character had a big fight with you guys, Um, and now he's dead. You executed him after you knocked him unconscious, stabilized him, brought him back up. This guy's gone. This guy's way gone. Way into his shit. Um, you stab him through the neck, and the world shakes. I don't think you guys have even searched this room. I don't remember. I tried listening back, but there was so much stuff that happened after he went down. I don't know if you searched him. I don't think searched we Searched the room. All right, well, let's start with a search of him. Obviously, the uh, dretch that he summoned... That uh, Dretch, which was immune to poison, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I certainly didn't. Um, I, that was one that uh, kept me up. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't sleep with this. This sucks. Because, like, I did all this shit that would have provoked AOOs and stuff like that. I was very yeah. bothered by it. Well, you know, I just think to myself, like, man, number of times I've skipped that. You know, like, immune to mind effect and then let you cast mind effect. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. This is what it is live. You know what I mean? Like, I have a question. If, I, if I have we were a question playing about this game, a home game, I'd still screw that rule up. Yeah, dretches, I have a question about dretches because I've seen them before. Uh, maybe you guys know better than I do. Do they take a lot of different forms, or are they always like half pig, half whatever? Because I don't remember them being like that. Am I just am I incorrect? Is a dretch a dretch? I think a dretch uh, is a dretch, but I. Okay. Yeah, if I go, I've never you, seen that artwork before, and I've seen dretch artwork before, and <laughs> I know, just I don't know. I think that actually familiar. might be a D and D artwork of a dretch. Um, but if you just Google Dretch, I think you see, yeah, they're all similarly typed, weird, uh, uh, some of them are a little more, uh, like knuckle, like their hands are down and they're dragging their knuckles in the backs of their, uh, uh their wrists on the ground, but they're all kind of have that same form. Pig meets, uh, gorilla sort of vibe. Yeah. It's weird. It's like these demons or, or, or demon type creatures. They all have this like. The, the features of uh, <laughs> cults that worship those kind of, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm trying, how do I explain this? Like, they sacrifice pigs and they sacrifice cows, and then these demons look like pig cows. You know what I mean? Like, these satanic yeah. cults. I was going to say, they, classic. That sounds like cow. a really terrible rom com pitch. It's like pig meets gorilla. You know, it's one of those. 
Yes. Well, she's, water. A, he's a big, big gorilla. But she's a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah, she's a gorilla. It's like, uh, how are they going to get together? It's like, well, they don't at first. See, that's the thing. <laughs> and over the course of the story, but then we they get realize they're more get common a, than they... We get a meet-cute in the zoo. They're this not in fall, the zoo. They're going to the zoo. Chuck Lorre presents... Pig Gorilla on CBS. Pig Gorilla. Uh, Any poop, let's search this dude. You search uh, the guy with the long hair... Listen, at this point, I don't know if I've said it or not, but you can intimate that this is Walder Crove. He's That's got a amazing. dagger. He's got a pearl of power. He's got a... I'm just going to... I know spellcraft checks are a waste of time. He's got a potion of fly, a scroll Whoa. of binding, a wand Ooh. of lesser restoration with eight charges. Whoa. Amulet of natural armor plus one. Oh, Cloak of resistance plus one. Bracers of armor plus one. A signet ring. An iron holy symbol. And 575 gold pieces. Oh, man. Wow, that's awesome. Little rainy Do day they know what a scroll of binding is? That is an eighth level spell. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, then you think uh, about the Chaos Beast. You think about this dredge. Like, is he calling these creatures from the Outer Plains and then just binding them here to reality? Probably. I'll email you guys the, uh, what I just said to you. Can I read it back to you like a stenographer? You can. Dagger, Pearl of Power, Potion of Fly, Wand of Lesser Restoration, plus one, Amulet of Natural Armor, plus one, Cloak of Resistance, plus one, Scroll of Binding, Signet Ring, Iron Symbol. Holy symbol, 575 gold. Is that everything? I think it was. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I stopped listening after Dagger. Perfect. But I <laughs> said, I'm <laughs> sending you guys an email titled Loot. And there it is. <laughs> I think it's everything Grant just said. Wow. Pretty good and haul. Can Who's we taking roll? that pearl? Yeah, I would, say, I would love to roll off for that pearl. Yeah, Who's clutching that, that pearl? pearl. <laughs> oh! Uh, well, I, yeah, let's roll off on it. I mean, it's well, everybody but Rafa, right? Yeah, it's not useful to me. Seven. Fifteen. Ah, oh, so, so oh, close. So sorry, scared. What are the, all right, that cloak is also of much of great interest to me. I'll roll off on that. I want, uh, that it's too. a cloak of resistance. Yeah, plus one. Actually, I'll, no, you guys I'll, knock yourselves out. I'll, I'll, borrow, I'll bow out of that one. All right, Grant. I already have good saves. Heads up, Grant. You and me. 17. Two. Oh, wow. The Ooh. rare loss in the head-to-head wow. roll-off by Burger. You never I don't see it. think that's ever happened. You never see it. You rarely see it. It's an off rarely. night. It's an off night. <laughs> Just an off night. Let me Just fix my hair. Night. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is great. Pearl of freaking power. Pearl of power right, is good. And then uh, Amulet of Natural Armor plus one is freaking great, too. I will bow out of that one. I have go head-to-head, Grant? I already have an Amulet of Natural Armor plus one. Ooh. Skid? Nobody likes I'll, a braggart. I'll roll off to that. Ooh, I bet I Boom. win. I bet you do. Natural you need a one. two or higher. Natural one! <laughs> oh, wow. It's a roll-off wow. against wow. the ones. 
<laughs> Re- That's <Norse> Foundry. <laughs> I, I, me too. I rolled our Norse Foundry die. Fifteen. Uh, right. Fifteen. That's that's gonna put you in the lead. Natural two. Oh, it's all yours. You're buddy. making your way up. It's all yours. <laughs> so we. Ooh, hey, we do all you won. have? Uh, Skid, <laughs> do you have a um, ring of uh, protection? I do not. Could I trade you a ring of protection for the Amulet of Natural Armor? Sure. Just because when I cast Shield of Faith, it doesn't stack with my ring of protection, but it would stack oh, with an right. Amulet of Natural Armor. Okay. Now, actually, you have that R of deflection, so I don't... Well, that's just once a day. I don't know. But that's for it's everyone, to you. too. That's, that's not just me. Yeah. Would you be cool with swapping? Yeah. I'm not going to be up in people's faces regardless, so it's just a little bit of insurance. Okay. A little bit of uh, let's, let's swap a bit of just in case money. Yeah, you know what I mean. What else is on the uh, the docket there that you want to fight over, if anything? I think that's it. All right. Okay. Everything um, else is trash. Everything else is and I <laughs> love it, I, trash. Whenever, whenever they show up in the game, I, they're always pretty much useless. But I have to ask again: Do we learn anything from the signet ring? Like, is he is it a signet of a of a house that is uninvolved or somehow like evilly related, or is it just a signet that he would use for? If you look closely at it, it looks like an eye surrounded by tentacles. Okay. But it doesn't uh, doesn't ring any bells. Can I do a knowledge nobility on it? Uh, yeah. Eight? Uh, it does not uh, match up with any noble house that you can remember. Hmm. Hmm. Or nation. Um... You saw a secret door uh, that it was opened uh, in the wall. It's like you see now it was just hidden there that was open uh, that leads out. Um, and then there's a door uh, to the west, excuse me, to the east. Um, is there anything else you want to do in this room? Did we, did we search the room, actually? or was No, it just I think yeah. you just, uh, just kind of came in and the fight started. There's papers on the desk and uh, they look like scribblings of passages similar to what you saw in the Narcotic Manuscripts. Um, You get the sense that someone was this guy trying to remember what they already read. So if you look them over, it's like you think, oh, maybe he, he left that book there and didn't mean to or he left it there on purpose. You don't know, but he's trying to recreate his memory of what he read in the Narcotic Manuscripts. Now it's in your possession, but clearly he has read it as well. He had to have to have uh, conducted the ritual. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll a perception on the room. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh, uh, that's good. 18? 26. 10. Uh, I got a 10 as well. 10. Yeah, nothing else... Uh, Nothing else jumping out at you. Uh, Zakari would like to check this room that he seemed to want to try to get into uh, to the east. Okay. Off uh, of his little office. Uh, he'll just open the door and look in. All right. Um, make sure it's unlocked. It is. Ooh. Interesting room. Ooh. Let me pop Ooh. it open. Let me do a little reveal here. Ooh, look at that tiny <laughs> room. What? It's a little bedroom of sorts. Uh, you see a large canopied bed 
making up the majority of this room. There's a quaint little writing desk sitting next to the bed, and oh, what quaint. appears to be three foot lockers sitting under the bed. Oh, interesting. Nice. Ooh, and there um, is a Black Friday sale at the Foot Locker. <laughs> detect magic on the Foot Week. Uh, detect magic on the Foot Lockers. Glad you did that. Glad that you detected magic because if there were magic in there, you'd want to know. So yep. the best course of action is usually to just <laughs> detect magic <laughs> while the yeah. GM reads in the valley. The great thing about paragraph. detect magic is that it'll, it tells you if something is magical or right. not. That's why it was an astute move on your part to just go ahead and cast it, uh, and you don't detect any magic. <laughs> uh, could I do a perception check for traps? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is a seventeen. Seventeen, eh? You yeah. do not see any traps. All right, I'll try to open one of the footlockers and start rooting through it. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. It's unlocked. It uh, contains a rusty iron ring full of keys. Mm. Oh. Like 30, okay. 30 plus keys on there. Okay. Great. Uh, there's also uh, a leather bag containing 300 platinum pieces. Whoa. Whoa. Cash Whoa. money. Cash money is right. Woo. I didn't realize this episode was sponsored by Wu-Tang as well. Yeah. Half rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Larry Bridget. Um, the second Foot Locker. Um, do, 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 do has like fragments of pottery uh, small pieces of sculpture tiles um, twisted and burnt bits of metal um, and, and you also see th- if there's a common theme sort of linking all of these uh, relics it's that uh, they feature stylized twisted creatures on them um, similar to what you saw in the ring maybe and uh, glimpses of things that writhe, formless horrors that are just hinted at from the fragments. Uh, you look at a tile, and the tile just seems like a, a, a nondescript tile with some, uh, you know, decorations on it. But the more that you look at it, you see like, is that is that a like a horrific monster hidden in the pattern there? They all kind of have that strange connection running throughout. Um, You'd have to imagine, since you know they're not magical, they might be worth some money. Um, but you don't know what the relevance is, other than this is a guy that was uh, had a had a little secret side gig besides being the head of the asylum. Um, and so all of these relics seem to be matched up with his interests and perhaps the interests of the keepers of the oldest. The can third footlock. App- yeah, good. Can appraise? I do a quick appraise check on mm-hmm. that? Uh Five? Five. They're priceless. <laughs> Don't touch them! <laughs> Don't touch them! <laughs> Step away! Step away! Don't breeze on them! Don't even look at them! <laughs> if that was a secret check, I'd be like, they're they're worthless. They're clearly worthless. <laughs> um, but yeah, the five, you don't know. Uh, the third footlocker has uh, paper. You see a, a crude map and notes 
several notes, maybe like ripped pages from a book, a journal. Um, the map looks like it's all marked up by someone named Oleg. And there are several Oleg. several notes and torn pages uh, like near connected to or like uh, attached to the map and then there's other pages just lying about and as you read the notes it seems like Oleg and his team of adventurers uh, stumbled upon the Sunless Grove completely by accident it's not uncommon for like uh, anyone from an adventurer to like a tomb raider to just go exploring the uh uh, labyrinthine uh, tunnels beneath Carrion Hill and uh, although it's not something that everyone would do uh, like going into a dark cave not knowing what's in there some people do it because you never know what treasures you might find so it seems like Oleg was one such adventurer and him and his guys accidentally stumbled upon the Sunless Grove from the notes it seems like his entire team was killed by something or some things and he was the only one to escape he escaped and got to the surface surface but what he saw down there drove him insane and so as he's wandering the streets of carrion hill the crows pick him up and instead of bringing him to jail bring him to the asylum this is where the notes start to take over in Crove's handwriting, a handwriting which you recognize because his signature and notes were in the narcotic manuscripts it seems like Crove then took all this information that Oleg had discovered uh, to aid him in his own clandestine work that he was doing with the Keepers. The Grove and its deep connection to the old cults of Thassalon, old cults that were probably worshippers of the Dark Tapestry, worshippers of the Beyond, and the Great Old Ones, and the Elder Mythos, uh, they were like, this is going to be the perfect place to conduct our ritual. And so they, he committed him and uh, stole this information, and now you know what he used it for. And at that, Plug speaks up, and it's like, Oleg, that's the guy in the cell near mine. Oh. oh. And oh, so no. putting two and two together, if you refer to roll 20 you realize that the cell across from Plugs with the guy that just seemed beyond gone right there. Oh, that guy. That's Oleg. That's Oleg. Ah. So So very Lovecraftian style, he went insane from what he saw. In Delta Green style, he lost it. Mm. And the crows delivered him straight to Crove. And it just so happened that the thing that made him insane was exactly the thing that Crove and the Keepers needed. And you see what Crove then did to this man to extract that information. Are you telling me that Keeper Crove went from being a keeper of the oldest to a keeper of the Oleg? Wow. You shut off your mic and camera right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst thing I've ever heard. Have you you really been sitting on that for like the past few minutes? Oh, he was had his finger up for like four minutes. That was it. He typed it out and was doing it in his head. It's going to kill. It's going to (laughs) kill. No, I I knew it wasn't going to kill. Keep her the Oleg. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. Um... Is there anything in the notes 
about no. the other keepers. No. Interesting. You might see a, a passing mention of Marshan. He's already dead. He's dead. Yeah. He's Maybe dead. a passing passing mention of how uh, his house is the perfect location. And remind, rem, okay. remind me that who's so who are the keepers that are still at large? Keeper Hive and Keeper Meyer. I believe. See, this is correct. why he needs one of Beetle and Grimm's character creation chronicles. Keep, so a he perfect can gift for him. Notes. Yeah. I know what you're getting under the tree from Joe. <laughs> Wait, is, is yeah, that Kindle Box? I actually box? did get him one. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, is Baskerwell also a keeper? Baskerwell. Yeah, Baskerwell was the hunchback, I believe, and you saw yeah, a hunchback. Also dead. Yeah. Also dead, okay. What you know of Baskerwell is that he had a good buddy who he would visit from time to time at the Elmway Church. Keeper yep. Hive. Keeper right. Hive. But Hive, you don't know information about. In Marshan, uh, the mayor wasn't able to give you any info on, but you know from Speak With Dead that Marshan was one of those ones there. Old man Marshan. That was his house. <laughs> so it just worked out perfectly that he lived in an area that they could excavate to get down to the Sunless Grove, and no one knew this was going on. Well, here is the question that I believe faces us now. Do we continue to explore this asylum, or do we try to get out of here as soon as possible and track down Hive and Maya? Do we think there is anything else of import in this place he may have hidden away? Or is our work here done? I don't know. Seems like this place is Deadsville, baby. But then on the other hand... (laughs) We got this ring of keys. Ching, ching, so swings it around his thing. Say, so, my experience and something's locked up tight. Somebody doesn't want you to get at it. Yes, but uh, Oleg is uh, locked up tight. And I don't want to get at that, for example. But I don't either. He scares me. He is extremely frightening. That said, we could go to the north and explore if you would like. Uh, Vern... What is your your insides telling you? I have no, almost no spells left. <laughs> oh dear, dear. Uh, speaking of which, is anyone hurt? I've uh, wandered myself a few times while you weren't looking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm down looking. for a little bit of consensual wanding, my friend. Uh, I could okay. also. I haven't channeled today, so I could also burn a channel. There are multiple people who need a little bit of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do that. I'm down about 21, so to stop you before you do a crazy amount. Ooh. Century you really got some good 21. hits. I did. Well, that's the thing about you. You're you're up there. You're going to get hit. Okay. Uh, six on the first channel. How's every, Where is everyone at this point? I'm, I was fine to begin with. Yeah, I'm full because I, I use already used the wand. Uh, well, then are, I, are you up, Vern? I'm I'm now full, so I sh- I'm not. Okay, so here we go, uh, Grant. You get uh, four, eight. Uh, that should do it. Uh, and five, if you want it. Do you want the five? Do you want the five? Take going the, take once, the going back. twice. Take the charge back. Gone. Gonzo. Two charges, and I used four charges because I had gotten hit a few times myself. Um, Plug also <clears> gets healed by my channel. If he was a little, if he was feeling oh, yeah. a bit under the weather. Oh, thank you. So, was Plug doing anything, or was he? Did we tell him to get away? I can't remember what he did yeah. in that battle. Zakari told him to stand back. Got it. 
but then I think he just got sick. Uh, that or Troy got sick of playing him. Playing. Yes. Like all. <laughs> One or the other. Like all NPCs that join up. I, it doesn't take much for me to get nauseated with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. You did tell him to stand back, and he was like, okay. But the, the radius of this stink cloud was so big that he was still in it. Um, but yeah, you do have a ring of keys, and, and you know... Uh, there's that whole hallway in the middle where you fought those lunatics that had four, uh, that had a set of double doors at the end and then four hallways leading off of it. You also started to look up this next hallway here and saw a row of cells, uh, that, or not even cells, small rooms that l- had a peephole that looked into a cell. Uh, mm. and then there's a door at the end of that hallway as well. So, I mean, there's plenty here Jeepers. to, uh, to, to look at. Um, let us dig a bit deeper, see if we can find out any more information about Hive, perhaps, or Maya. Uh, Zucario, let's just go to those double doors, unless you want to go straight to the north. What do you think? Double doors? Double, double doors. doors is fine. I like a good double door. Like seems a double more door. significant. Who doesn't like a double door? Uh, also, Troy, I guess we walked by a couple hallways. Do we see anything in those yeah, hallways dude. branching to the north and the south? Hell yeah. Um, you guys got 60. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you're going to see some shit. Boom. Shakalaka. Whoa. Whoa. Jesus. Wow. This is wow. really wow. big. Shakalaka. Wow. This is huge. Shaboom. Whoa. Shaboingo. Uh, okay, so yeah, four All long right. hallways. Now, what you probably can't self uh, sell tell from my rudimentary uh, reveal here is that there's door, there's little cells every five feet or every ten feet. No, every five feet uh, on both of these hallways. We quickly go through and unlock all the doors, not not bothering to check what's behind them, and just let the uh, just free everyone from this tyranny of the asylum. Yeah. What do you really do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we we split well, uh, up and do and each take a few keys that way we can do it more efficiently. Oh my god. All right. Uh I will listen at the double door. Uh 20 perception at the double door to the west. Okay. Uh, I'm still revealing all these doors here. Okay, there. <sighs> I'm winded. All right. Exactly, so you do a little Exactly, it's good. Do a little perception. Would you roll? Oh, perception. 20. 20. Um, you hear... Ding, 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 ding. I'm quiet. And then... Ding, 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 ding. Just kind of repeats like that. Somebody's tinkling in there. Yes. Let them finish. It in. I don't know. All right, Rafa, open it. Oh, yeah. Kicks it open. <sighs> Let's talk about this room. You want the reveal or the talk first? What's better? Uh, I'll go with your gut, Troy. All right, I'm going to talk. Okay. Surprise, open the surprise. Door. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> Loves talking. <laughs> Not all of us write dialogue for a living. <laughs> we have to speak it. This grisly torture chamber is equipped with a stretching rack, an iron maiden, dangling iron cages, a fire pit to the southeast, 
and three empty cages to the north. That's your basic flavor text, your flavor text. You open the door, Rafa, and you see a small, pale-looking humanoid with bulging white eyes, wild like Einstein hair, four-fingered hands, and a large hooked club in one of them, the other hand elbow-deep in the chest cavity of a human man wearing a nightgown. The nightgown pulled up to his neck. Behind this creature are two other people in dirty, soiled nightgowns strapped to the wall, sort of loosely, missing several odd-shaped patches of skin from their faces, their arms, their legs, their scalp. There's just a patchwork mess, uh, similar to some of the lunatics you've seen so far, but covered in these open wounds. Jesus. He's got his arm in the chest cavity of this naked cadaver with this hook club in the other hand. He looks up and just lets out this strange wail and the lunatics look up from there uh, where they're strapped to the wall roll for initiative oh my god oh my god, my god. this is reminiscent of uh, the pilot of strange aeons yeah it totally is it really that's is that's the yeah. image and the feeling that I'm getting yeah whoa it's, yeah it's a uh, very Lovecraftian there's the rug oh, man here we go need a good initiative on this one natural one that Ooh. is that's good. That is, I think, three or four natural ones already tonight for me. I'll tell you what, if this was Cthulhu, that'd be a great roll. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, and they're so close to us. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a small uh, little room when you really look at it. Uh, all right. Put it. So, Dig it and see. <laughs> what is that uh, adjusted there, Zakari? One. K. Oh, man. What about Vern? God. Vern rolled a natural eight or an 11. Ooh. Did you ever watch Hey Vern, It's Me, Ernest on Saturday mornings when you were a kid? Skin. I remember that show. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That, was, that was good. Usually the cartoons would end and would start getting into live action. Hey Vern, It's Me, Ernest. He was good. Jim Barney. Don't sleep on Jim Barney. He was a heck of a performer <laughs> and a very handsome man when out of character. He really was. Yeah. Um, and he did a voice in Toy Story, which I didn't know until yeah. recently. He did the yeah, voice yeah, of yeah, the, the, dog. the dog. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching a lot of Toy Story these days with my son. Johnny, what'd you get? 24. Old Johnny Hadley. Ooh, that's a good one to get. Watch out, old Johnny is back with a 24. Rafa Rumblebeard. I'm about to be the worst luck these bastards have ever seen, and that's why I rolled a 13. Oh, boy. Lucky 13. <laughs> the guy uh, with the... Uh, let me show you this dude now. Let's do the old close-up of this mofo. Oh, dear. Whoa! <laughs> that is- a very specific fetish that guy has. <laughs> he rolled a natural 20 on his initiative, which I was pretty excited <gasps> oh, about. Oh, no. Uh, isn't that a great image? I don't even know where I took it from. I want to get to the point where I can start uh, remembering where these images I pulled at the last second to throw up <laughs> are. But uh, that's a good one of his particular species. Yeah, he really does look like Albert Einstein. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, gone. On the yeah. And is he, has <laughs> yeah, he already exactly. summoned three monsters before we walked in? He has. You haven't seen what's okay. under the tables. Um, Got it. Under the tables and dreaming. Uh, this is what happens. That whale <laughs> that, I don't think I use this adjective, but it's like a mouse-like whale coming out of that face. <laughs> uh, it continues into an actual spell. Uh, everybody roll 
a fortitude save. No! Fortitude. Interesting. Oh, crap. Okay. Tweener. Hmm. I feel okay. All right. I'm confident. Let's talk about the the damage that happens. I just want to make sure that the save doesn't affect the damage. Every creature takes sonic damage and must succeed on the fortitude. Yeah, so everybody takes... Uh, let's let's roll individual damage for each of you. Uh, Zakari takes, of course, max eight points of damage. Oh come on! Uh, Johnny will take six. Rafa, what do you think? One or two? One, uh, two. We'll oh, take. Okay. Two. <laughs> you have to roll it. Once Joe got an eight, I knew Grant was getting a one or a two, and then uh, Vern will take three points of damage. I always think mm. it's more fun to roll it individually. Uh, let's see if you are stunned for one round with the result of this fortitude oh, save. Dear. Oh, dear. Uh, ear pier- a little ear-piercing scream up in this Not charm? even. A little sound burst. Uh, yeah, oh, ear-piercing scream is targeted. This is AOE. That's wild. Um, Everybody, 1d8 damage. Let me see. I think I would have had to move to get you guys in the burst, so I will do so. Uh, slide by the tables. Uh, down to here. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. What, uh, what everybody roll? Start with you, Rafa. 13, brother. 13? Oh, no. Roll. Five on the die. Wait a minute. I think I got you, bro. You stunned. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Not Rafa. Rafa is stunned. Uh, okay. What about Vern? 15. 15. You're all right. All right, Vern. What about Zakari? 19 for Zakari. Also all right. Johnny, you joining Rafa or your other friends? Uh, me and Rafa were like this. Oh, That's no. Uh, well, shitty. Johnny won't be out of this entire combat like last week. You're only stunned for one round. However, that's not a good condition to be uh, stunned. Let's keep moving. Uh, he moved into position and then continued that scream into an actual spell. It is Johnny's turn. Johnny's stunned. Johnny, what's going through your head? He's thinking he's mentally writing a song that he can sing that would be appropriate for the situation. Is he the type of guy that gets inspired by these uh, harrowing encounters? Yeah. He likes to, like, he has a notebook that's full, but he just, he, he, he likes to go through the roll the old Rolodex and when he's uh, paralyzed by monsters. That's fair. Uh, Rafo, it's, uh, it's up to you. You're also stunned. Rafo, usually you're the one locking in punches, but you just got the old Ric Flair. Are you going to do that topple over and fall on your face? I'm actually more worried about if these people decide to focus on my companions that aren't stunned. Because I'm really not worried about losing a couple HP here and there. I'm an sure. HP mountain. You can take it. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of them. So hopefully, hopefully they use me like a punching bag, brother. All right. Well, it is Vern's turn. Vern, you uh, are low or out of spells? Very low, uh, and certainly out of offensive spells. Okay. Um, so we have this guy with the hook. Yep. And these two other Captain Hook and Captain a couple hook. loonies. Uh, and they're they're not the ones he had his hand in their chests. No, that is the flayed cadaver that I've put there on the map. Got it. So they look hostile, is what you're telling. Uh, yeah, there are, you can already see the their bindings that were already loosely on there are coming loose, and they're going to burst out, most likely to eat your face. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, here's what Vern is going to do. Tell me. I can't close the door from where I am, right? 
Is there, uh, is there any way I could close the door? No. Unfortunately, in the uh, fiction of this game, there is not. You could go to the uh, next room and close the door behind you. Uh, but there is not an open space to close the door. It would be very similar to what you did last week. <laughs> could you go to a different it? room and close the door? It would be so Vern. That's so Vern. That's so Vern. Coming yeah, Saturdays to the CW. <laughs> the CW still a channel? Yes. No idea. I, I don't know. It is. I think that's so Raven was a Disney Channel show. By the way. I think you're right. It anyway. was. It was. But that's so Vern sounds more like a CW it does. show. Low, Vern low budget. Will delay. Actually, no. Vern will ready in action. Oh boy. If one of the uh, creatures, any of the three, comes within a. S- comes toward us, or if, like in the case of the guy with the hook, if he steps into 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 range, Vern will cast a spell. Okay, okay. Guys, are all about your ready to actions these days. And frankly, I don't care for it. Uh, it's the lunatic's turn. Uh, get ready for your ready to action, because this one uh, here to the north shuffles out of its uh, restraints and goes towards Rafo. You may, you have the floor. Okie dokie. Um, allow me to roll a ranged touch attack. Okay. Through your buddy. It's going to give me a little boost to my aces. Plus, you're shooting into melee. Minus four. I am not shooting into melee. You are shooting into my... Because I interrupt your action. Right? Okay. That's the way we... Like this. He, he, he got up to move, and I'm like... Act, and I'm like, spell. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wait, so you're actually hitting him when, as like soon as he's in the other square? Yes. That, that's what he's arguing, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Okay. All right, I'll, um, I'll calculate something in my head that will so adjudicate you, you your do preposterous your cover. claim. Well, he's not in melee, so that wouldn't matter. But he does have, I do have, he does have cover. Okay. Uh, so that would be an 18. Touch. 18. Touch. You're fine. Even with all those bonuses, you're fine. They're not wearing armor. Um, <clears throat> great. Well, then please roll fortitude save. Oh no! Oh, Not no. my fort. Uh, six. Great, you are sickened. Nice. Oh, he's Ooh, already sickened. Sweet. He's from a ray of sickening. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, he starts turning green. His patches of skin just start oozing pus off of his face. The other guy. Oh, now he gets to finish his move. Now it's actually his turn. So though he is sickened. He will uh, swing out. He's got, like, a leather strap from the uh, thing he was strapped to still attached to his wrist, and he just kind of, like, whips it at Rafa. Yeah, that would hurt. Uh, All right, that's going to be an eight to hit your stunned AC. Miss. Miss. (laughs) Nice, buddy. What a shame. (laughs) Uh, I thought stunned. No, 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 I already went. You're right. uh, And then the next one will move up to Zakari, who is flat-footed but not stunned. And uh, he's got like a, uh, a piece of the board that he was like a, a long splinter from the board he was strapped to. He kind of grabbed it as he was pulling himself off and he just tries to poke you with it. Uh, ooh, that might be good with a 20. 
That is my flat-footed exactly. Oh, no. You have a very high flat-footed AC. I wish my I know. giants like and giant course. slayer did, but they do not. God. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. So that's going to be some damage. That's going to be five points of damage. Plus, how about some sneak attacks since you're flat-footed? Another five points of damage. Ten points total if you follow along at home and you didn't do Oof. good at math when you were a that's little 18 kid. 18 damage before I've even had a oh turn. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you got the 8 and then the 10. Um, you want the good news or the bad news? Uh, the bad news. You got to be you every day. <laughs> <laughs> this bad news. Good news is What's it's your turn. Good news? <laughs> uh, all right. I, that's also kind of bad news. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> We're all boxed up here, man. This sucks. This sucks. Um... A few, a few fun options, but I'm worried. Be honest. Don't I'm have worried. a lot of room to go if you want to get casty. If you want to get jiggy with it, not Might not, have to not, just not, 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 not. provoke. Cast yeah, defensively uh, and hope for the best. What is the lighting situation? It's beautiful in the room. It's beautiful. stained glass. No, it's uh and. It's uh, it is lit down here. He was working under uh, candlelight to do whatever he was doing in this room. Okay, um, I am gonna try to. Uh, oh God, this is tough. Yeah, I'm gonna try to cast defensively. Um, here we go. I need. This is gonna be tough. Plus ten. By the way, that would be plus 11 if I didn't have one wisdom drain from that goddamn thing. Oh, God, right. But it's plus 10 versus DC 21. So this is... This is... Oh, I don't like that roll. This is not a Joe kind of John. I don't Here make we go. that roll. Oh, out of the box. Yep. Here we go. Natural 20. Oh! Natural oh, 20. Oh, yes. Wow. And I'm going to cast a level 3 spell on myself that I've never cast before. Um... It's called Shield of Darkness. And so I consume myself in magical darkness. And the creatures uh, basically can't see me. uh, And they have to roll 50% mischance on all attacks against me. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a poor uh, they are man's automatically aware of what square I'm in. They just see this darkness moving, so they, they know exactly where I am, but they take a 50%. It offers concealment. 50% mischance. Okay. Total concealment. And just on you, um, right? Just on me, yeah. Uh, all right, great. Um, let's go to the new round here. Oh, it's the dude's turn. Okay. It's Einstein's turn. New round. He's feeling a little saucy here. Uh, he's mad that the lunatics have clogged the hallway. But uh, he's going to pull back. I'm going to say uh, no attack of opportunity there, Zakari, because you're around the corner there. Um, he's going to pull back to where he was originally. And... Ooh, let's see here. <laughs> Can I shim-sham my shim-sham? Yeah, he is going to pull out... As he does so, he's going to pull out a crossbow and then final action will be to load the crossbow. Yeah, that's all he can do. Um, And then it's Johnny's turn. Johnny, you're no longer stunned. 
All right, Johnny uh, begins inspiring courage. Nice. That old familiar tune <laughs> wafting from his presence. When these guys fight, vivisection is babe. Oh, they beat them to a pulp. Oh, we're in the service of the goddess Shailen. <laughs> and she'll swallow you. Swallow you in one gulp. Not sexually. Just, just figure of speech. Johnny Hathaway. Johnny Hathaway. Johnny Hathaway. <laughs> all right, so you're all inspired by that impromptu song from Johnny H. Of course. Uh, I just find it so inspiring. His ability for self-promo is just so inspiring. <laughs> it really thing. is. It that's, really is. We could learn a thing or two, I think. That's his primary skill, honestly. <laughs> um, what level are you guys? Fifth? Five. Five. Okay. At that moment, Johnny and Vern <gasps> hear a voice from behind them. Oh no! That pony was not satiating enough. No! Oh no! And you look up, and crawling on the ceiling above you <laughs> is that creature that was in the cell from before. Oh, oh my no. goodness! Let's take a look at this guy again. Um, we'll zoom in. There. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh. oh no! He's just like crawling, like the uh, extended Exorcist when she comes down the stairs. <laughs> the director's oh, cut, horrifying. And her head's horrifying. upside down. That's what he's doing, just looking at you upside down, uh, crawling towards you, and uh, he makes a leap towards you and attacks. Let's see if he's going after Vern or Johnny. One, two, three, Johnny. Four, five, six, Vern. Johnny. No. no, no, not Johnny. Johnny. Not yeah. Johnny. He's got this cool. Uh, take Vern. You can have Vern. <laughs> he's got this cool little attack. He can slink along <laughs> and just leap onto the floor next to Johnny and uh, make a. I'll attack you here. Come on, out of the box. Uh, that is going to be a miss with a seven. Yeah. So he comes down, loses his footing a little bit, and ah, smashes against the wall. Sweet. Um, all right, so he has entered the fight as well, and it is Rafo's turn. All right, brother, does Rafo get the sense that these are unfortunate individuals who are not of their own right mind and might require some mercy? Yeah, you know, you say that as four of them lie dead behind you from your from your cold, cold I, I'm hands. learning, brother. Yeah. Learn a lesson every day. But yeah, I mean, they are. It's tough to say. Like, it, obviously, this guy has probably been doing some weird flaying experiments on them, but like, they're protecting him as well. They're out to kill you. They probably are not of their right mind, but yeah, it's, it's a All tough right, call. I, I think Rafa wants to take it easy on these guys, but hard on the dude with the hook. So he is going to do a brawler's flurry with non-lethal damage against the person in front of him. Okay. Hoping to just knock him out. Uh, 14 on the die, 21. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. Uh, uh, that is going to be uh, 14 points of damage. And you knock him out. 
Okay. Uh, nice. jo- Johnny's just going to open up this hallway so we don't have to deal with these people. He's going to swing at his companion. Zakari? 17, brother. Yep. Nice. Right at Zakari's kisser. <laughs> Boom. Um, Pop. That will be 16 points of damage to the other uh, uh, asylum mate. Not non-lethal as well? Yes. Wow, so you knock both of them out. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> Cute. All right, so now it's a it's a four on two with Einstein and this uh, and golem looking. And knowledge, can I do knowledge what, what, local what, on this guy? Knowledge local on who? The hook man. Uh, I don't think that's going to be doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry about um, that. He doesn't. Were you going to uh, say Joe? Wait, no. I was. It is local. There we go. Uh, crack die. 13 plus 3 is 16. Uh, 16. Okay. This is a creature known as a Darrow. Oh. Yeah, I knew I knew it. I knew I knew the artwork. And yeah. Darrow. <laughs> yeah, they're interesting. Um, they use their... This isn't really going to help you. I just think it's cool. They use their charisma mod on will saves instead of their wisdom modifier. This is called Madness. Uh, and they're immune to insanity and confusion effects. Only a miracle or wish can remove a Darrow's madness. Isn't that cool? That's uh, cool. Wow. Oh, uh, man. If that occurs, the Darrow then gains six points of wisdom and loses six points of charisma. Just like a cool thing. Like, it's never, ever going to happen in the history of this game. I cast my wish spell on that Darrow that I'm about to kill. Um, <laughs> pretty interesting. Um, here's what you need to know about them. They're vulnerable to sunlight, and they have the ability to poison their weapons. Okay. Uh, Watch out for the crossbow brothers. It might be a poison bolt. Uh, And that's that's Rafo's turn. Good turn by Rafo. Just roundhouse punch. Knocked two of these dudes out uh, and didn't kill them, which is uh, very cool. And it is Vern's turn. Vern, a new combatant, has entered the fray. He's right behind you. Just tried to take a swing at Johnny. Are you going to let that stand? Um, can I just do a, a knowledge check on this this guy? Uh, is he just some sort of human? <laughs> yeah, you can do a local. A local? <laughs> I don't have local, so I guess not. Well, then you can't. But you've, but you've chipped your hand because now I know he's not undead. Oh, oh I've said too much. Don't you Clever. metagame me, you son of a bitch. Okay, so uh, Vern is going to take a five-foot step down the hallway. Classic. And then he's going to channel positive energy and heal his friend. Ah, nice. okay. Uh, and you have selective channeling? I do not, but I think I've excluded the uh, the two guys are dead, and then what's his face down the back is... Uh, the Darrow is out of my range, right? Okay, uh, this guy. Maybe he took some wait, damage. Wait, wait, wait. No, they're unconscious and stable. So you would, they would wake up. Uh, All right. Well, then in that case, what Vern will do, knowing that, is he will roll acrobatics to try to run down the hall this way. Ah, okay. okay. Avoid like the okay. Acrobatics to avoid Nao. Well, exactly. This okay. is tactical play. I like it. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. This is good. This gets a 30 feet. They're there we learning. go. Okay. Uh, he will click his heels together to activate the daredevil boots. There's no place like home. And he rolls a 17. Um, 
that is unfortunately a fail. Uh, oh, no. No, so no. He'll just swipe at, out at you. It looks like he has some, like, small cudgel in his hand, like a makeshift club. He swings it at you as you run by and misses with an actual right. two. Yeah, you go, Vern. Nice. So Vern gets gets away, and now he will roll to shot. Uh, what is your channel, Dice? Are, are you fifth level? I'm fifth level, yeah. so 3d6. Awesome. Uh, so that is going to be seven points of healing. Beautiful. Nice. Well done, Vern. Well done, Vern. Okay. All right. Very good tactical move there by the Vernmeister General. Uh, it would have been the lunatic's turn, but they are out cold. So it is Zakari's turn. Zakari, what do you got? <clears throat> Uh, Rafo just boof, boof, drops these two down in front of him. Rafo sees this creepy guy in the back uh, aiming a crossbow at them with an enemy behind them and about to be all over Johnny. He wants to protect Johnny, uh, but he's hesitant to give this guy a free shot at us. So he's going to reach into his scroll bag, <gasps> withdraw a scroll, open it fast, and read the divine words contained therein and cast <laughs> uh, in the area uh, where the... Uh, Darrow is standing. Burst of radiance. Ooh. And a burst of light flashes in front of him and blinds him for 1d4 rounds. Wow. Uh, uh, but he gets a reflex save. He gets a reflex, reflex save. save to kind of jump out of the way of this burst. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, he's a spry, but not great reflexes. 14. That is a fail. So he is blinded. <gasps> nice. For four uh, rounds. Oh, yes. By the light. Now, is he evil? He is. Yes. Evil, he takes 1d4 points of damage per caster level from the radiant light. And is this? Yeah, okay. What a great spell. Yeah, so, yeah, isn't that great? So that's three, three. And one, so seven points of radiant damage. I'm going to say that where he's vulnerable to sunlight, that that is uh, going to kind of count as like sunlight um, because yeah. it's close yeah, enough. I looked to at be it; cool. doesn't say yeah. sunlight, but it's close yeah. enough to be cool. So you said seven total. Seven total. Right, so he'll take three again. Ten points of damage total. To nice. The and he's blind for four rounds. For four rounds. I'm and then Zakari uh, is going to take a five foot step up right next to the creature uh, and look it in the eye and just be like come for me you filthy creature uh, and just try to draw it away from Johnny uh, okay okay I like he reads it. the scroll and it just pshaw, shimmers into the air and then he turns around and comes at this creature alright it is that creature's turn he's blind uh, he is going to fire in that direction uh, blindly 50% mischance if he even hits with his sweet little repeating crossbow. Um, Ooh, repeating, of course. Ooh. <laughs> was that a uh, was that a Leroy Jenkins reference? Three point three three. Repeating, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say he's going to fire straight away where you were. But since you moved back, I'm going to say give yourself a plus two to AC because even if he misses that square, it's still going to continue in that direction. So give yourself a plus two to AC and I'm going to roll to hit you with a 50% mischance. How do you like that? 
Are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay. Very low chance, but let's see. All right, it's a good roll. It is a 20 to hit. But you get a plus two to your AC. That's a miss. That's a miss. And that was a 48 on the concealment, so it would have been a miss anyways. Anyways. So that poisoned bolt just flies by you and does nothing, and he's just like... He screams oh, 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 this strange little mouse scream that just please please don't do that. Magic again. Don't horrible. Do that again. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I don't know where that came from. I was it was it sounded really good on my end, but it had to have been horrible to listen to in headphones. And I apologize. <laughs> it was. Sometimes I just channel these monsters, and uh, that voice comes out. Um, okay, good move, Johnny. Blind for four rounds. What are you going to do? I'm not Johnny uh, Zakari. I was thinking of Johnny because it's his turn now. No. Uh, Johnny is just like, don't worry, Zakari, I got this guy. And he draws his longsword, his small longsword, and he swings it (sighs) at this golem-looking chap. That is a 15 to hit. 15 to hit is a miss. Oh, no. He's a deft dodger. I I take it back. I need all the help I can give me. Help, 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 please. Oh, no. And now it's his turn, and he's going to do a full attack on you, Johnny. Hold on, hold on. Zakari is going to say, move behind the wall, Johnny. Give yourself some cover. Okay. And uh, you take a five-foot step there and get cover. You know best. (laughs) The creature will then take a five-foot step, uh... In that direction. Ha, ha, ha. Stepped into my trap. Walked right into. <laughs> is your trap Rafa? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Rafa is a walking trap. <laughs> Rafa's a walking trap. He's going to ha- go ahead and swing with that weird weapon and then also try to bite you. Uh, first, the weird swing misses with the little cudgel uh, and then <laughs> goes to bite you, uh, mad at you for giving him that. Uh, flavorless pony, celestial pony. Uh, here comes <laughs> Fucking, the. God damn it, Derek! Fifteen. Do anything right. Fifteen on the bite. That pony. <laughs> it's a miss. <laughs> Fifteen on the pony. <laughs> damn it, uh, Derek! Uh, what are you good for? We thought you could do one thing. I, I always assume so much. Beast. Pony meat. One was thing to do is die and fill that thing's gullet. <laughs> he couldn't even do that right. God damn it, Derek! God, it's so good, Skid. I've never heard of any, I've never played with any caster who has said that they despise their pony, their first level pony summon. It's the one guy, it's the one summon creature that he just can't stand, and he won't explain why. He won't explain why, but he's so funny. Just trust him. We get it. There's a a Derek in all of our lives, isn't there? Oh, you have no idea, man. You have no idea. <laughs> God damn it, Derek. Don't even don't even get me started. We're in the middle of something here. I can't. I, I have to sing. I got to save my voice. <laughs> Where are the Dereks in the chat tonight? No one likes you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody likes you. Rafo, you're up. The creature has stepped into your wheelhouse here. Rafo turns around very slowly and begins grumbling. You never should have stepped out of that dark hole if you couldn't deal with the bright lights of Rafo Madness. <laughs> and he lets yeah. out a brawler's flurry lethally at his head. No. And his beady oh, yeah. eyes, 19 no. on the die. <laughs> Seven, almost max damage. That is going to be 16 points of damage on the first attack. Oof, okay. Ooh. The second attack's going to come through. Told you it was a trap. Oh, with a three <laughs> on the die. That's a nine to hit. 
Or no, attentive. Misses on the second part of the flurry, but lays down the law with that first uppercut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he really sells it, too. I feel like he's in on it. Uh, oh, he's got him against the rope. Ah. Uh, backs off hard. Um, all right, moving on. It is Vern's turn. Vern, you backed out of there to channel. Now what do you want to do? Uh, Vern is going to rush back into the fray and uh, flank this guy. And I'm I don't know how you nice. got those Vern gifts. So <laughs> those earnest. How did you get those earnest gifts? So I to subscribe to a service uh, that provides them. So fast. Uh, I'm going to roll to cast defensively. Okay. Fail. Fail. Okay. I get it. Damn it. And with a 19. Uh, and then I am going to reach out with a touch attack. Touch you. And I am flanking. Okay. Uh, natty 18 for a 24. That's going to That's going to hit. Got him. Yeah. Got him. All right. You are uh, staggered for one round. Oh, yeah. Staggered. Oh, there goes the full attack action. Oh, nice. Gross. Gross. Uh, okay. Don't care for that. Don't care for that one bit. Very good. Um, it is Akari's turn. Let me see the rest of this trap unfold. Akari. Uh, and now he will attack with flanking and power attack. Uh, as this creature has left himself open and been, of course, weakened by Rafo. Uh, here we go. Uh, Natty 17. That is a 24 to hit. Nice. Yeah. And, ooh, that's a... And he does 10 points of bludgeoning damage with the Morningstar. Yeah. Off the back of its skull. We're, we're like <sighs> a wrestling faction. We're like the shield coming down and beating up Triple H all together. It's amazing. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yes. Yes. Not like this. this. Is dope. Uh, <laughs> huge. Okay. Uh, let's go to the top of the next round. Then it is uh, the Darrow's term. He has a name. You may never hear it. So I'm going to tell you. It's Zhezik, which is kind of fun. Zhezik. Zhezik. Uh, the Darrow, covered in blood. Prague is going to uh, fire. Uh, another shot, but this time he's going to fire in Rafo's square. Fifty um, percent missed. He has no problems reloading his crossbow blind, right? Repeating, repeating crossbow, free action. Yeah, what does that mean? What is? I, I never know what a repeating crossbow is. It has multiple bolts in it. Yeah, you put yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's a very cool. You put five bolts in, and then as long as uh, it holds boats, you can reload it by uh, as a free action, which is cool. There's actually chunk, one. Chunk, chunk, chunk. one in Rune Lords, but you haven't found it yet. Oh, come on! Oh, tell us where it is! Tell us where it is! Yet had every chance to find it. You haven't found it. Damn it! Oh. I mean, we're never going to go back. <gasps> no. I know where it is. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. All right, Rafa. I'm going to roll the hit before I roll the D100 to see if I even come close. 16. Miss. <laughs> All right, so the crossbow bolt flies by. Flies by and hits the guy that ate the horse. Hits the horse guy. No, he's, he's tiny. It goes right over his head. Um... It is Johnny Halfling's turn. Johnny moved into that hallway to the north. Let me see if you see anything there, Johnny. Oh, you know what, Vern? I guess it's important you should know this, and you all would know this. It's not that important. But in the hallways here, you see two more lunatics chained to the stairs leading up. 
not unlike oh, the lunatics oh. that were cha- chained to the stairs leading down. Uh, they're just standing there, and like uh, the one to the north is like trying to Whoa. bite at you, uh, but the length of its chain doesn't uh, extend far enough, and the other one is just sitting there drooling. Uh, it is unsavory, but you are not uh, in danger from them at the moment unless they rip right, themselves right up the banister. My uh, channel would have healed them. So maybe they're feeling friendly. They they felt better than they felt in days. Um, it is Johnny's turn. Uh, Johnny is going to take another swing with his halfling longsword. That is uh, 11. 11 is going to be a miss from Johnny. That's, this is what Johnny uh, does. Uh, really is jam. Flanking. It's not my bag, baby. I don't think 13 would hit either, but... Yeah, 13 doesn't hit anyway, but... Um... <laughs> You're in it now, LaValle. You are. <laughs> yeah, I'm tr- I feel like you. I'm, tr- I'm looking at the text of my rule and seeing how I can make it work based on where I'm at. So, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw it out to you guys because uh, you've got this guy against the ropes. He has this thing called leap attack. As a standard action, uh, he can make a single attack during a jump. It can make this attack at any point along the course of the leap, the start, the end, or while in midair. And while jumping, he doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity for leaving a threatened square. It's a standard action to do that, but I still have to use the move action to do the so jump. So leap, I was like trying leap, to think if I could... No, leap, there are two types of jumps in Pathfinder. There's long jumps and high jumps. Leap right. only applies to long jumps, I believe. I don't think you can leap because you're not leaving your square. You could leap over Vern and attack yeah, him along the way. But I'm saying I can't yeah, but, do it uh, because I'd have to use... Doesn't it say as a standard action? It says you th- as a standard action I can attack as part of the leap. As part of a leap. Okay. But the leap implies that I had to take the move action to do right. the leap. So I was trying to make it work because it, it would actually get me out of there. But because I'm staggered, I can't do it. Uh, so Dude, this thing is Gollum. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, uh, skin pale as a slug's belly, eyes huge and bulging. This thing crawls down the wall like a spider, but its shape is hideously humanoid. Uh, and, you know, you, have, you haven't found out what it is yet, but it's there. it says, Degenerate humans, long lost from the world of light. They've regressed into these creatures. So, yeah, they're, they're golems. Uh, okay, so he is in a bad place right here. He's going to go total defense. Okay. Is that a full? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to go total defense. Um, it's a standard action. Standard, yeah. So that's going to be my if standard. You, want, you could you could move. No, I'm and staggered. You five foot step and total defense, which would fuck us up. Yeah. Thank you. I wasn't looking at the map when I do that. I appreciate that. He will do that. Just to see how you guys file in there. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, honorary fake bottle cap that can't be used. Uh, it is Rafa's turn. Uh, Sounds about right. Rafa feels like uh, the rest of his traveling crew has this under control. They pay him to take out the big gun, so oh, he's no. going to step directly up to this Captain go. Hook looking MFR. Oh, Hit him no. just once. Uh, do you want to walk all the way there and provoke? Oh, no, he's blind. He can't provoke. Yeah. Uh, you, make it t- all- you make it to do. Thank you. Uh, let me just turn. Okay, so plus two of this. Here we go. Uh, so that will be a 21 to hit. Nice. Yep. Uh, minimum hit. damage, 10 points of damage. Oh, still. Oof. Big hit. Big hits. 
big hits. Oh, did I? Yeah, I did forget that. That's all right. I forgot he has spell resistance, but it's so low, you would have passed it. Just for shits and giggles, Joe, roll me a spell resistance. It's all right. Hands off the chest piece. I just wanted to see if your uh, spell would have gone through or not. Natty 16. Yeah, okay. There you go. Good. Now I don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> is SR 14. All of you. Unless, night, unless, night Joe is, tonight. unless Joe is lying just to spare your feelings. It's so funny. Right before <laughs> we started, I was that. like, uh, I should write down you, good buddy. somewhere that he has <laughs> spell resistance. But I'll probably forget. And I did. What's better? To lie and allow my friend to sleep <laughs> or to tell the truth and ruin his night. <laughs> ruin my, my night of four hours of restless sleep <laughs> at best. This conundrum of honor. <laughs> uh, Rafa, big punch. Vern, you're up. The uh, creature has sidestepped there. He's total defense. You see him just like making himself small and hard to hit, Vern. It's my turn or Rafa's? Yes, it's your turn. Oh. That's uh, why I said Vern again. I knew you he didn't Ra- hear me. I thought you said Rafa, and I was like... Oh, I know, I know. Small and hard to hit. Vern knows a thing or two about that. He's going to drop Iphigenia tenderly on the ground. Oh. <laughs> and he's going to draw a forth... Famed weapon. Norman. His light mace. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna nice. play. he's gonna take a swing. <laughs> the Norman Conquest. I'd like it. No, no. Uh, I like it's good. That's a fourteen to hit. That's a miss. Yeah, I figured. That's a miss. Do you want to uh, move at all? Um, no, not particularly. Oh, you know what? I will move. I will step, take a five foot step to give Zakari the flanking bonus that I should have given myself. You should have done that before. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It still wouldn't have hit with his total defense. This is true. Okay. All right. Alas, it is Zakari's turn. Uh. All right. I'm trying to. Sorry. Just. Um. I'm trying to see if there's something better that I can do here than just swing at this guy because he's going to be really hard to hit. But Don't forget, you can't take attacks of opportunity while doing total defense. I know. That's why I'm, I'm thinking about casting a spell, but there's nothing that's that <laughs> impressive. Um, all right. I'm going to swing at him with flanking and just try to roll high. Ooh, uh, it's going to have to be really high. Can you do it? I'm going to take, take off power attack for this one. Let's give myself the highest possible bonus. Let's see. Gotta get that high bone. That is a 19 to hit. Oof. Nope. That is a 21 to hit. Oh, nice. With the flanking. That is not going to be enough. Oh, no. Because he is of the advanced variety, if you're interested. If you're interested in that at home, uh, his AC is higher. So, no, that is not going to do it. He's advanced in the adventure or... In the Troy version. As written by <laughs> Richard Pett. Ooh. Ooh. Well, ex- okay. Richard, Touché, the Mr. teacher's Pet. Pet. You literally win this round. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Top of the next round, no. it is Zhezik's turn. Love that name. That's a great, great, that'd be a great PC name, Zhezik. Good name, Zhezik. Uh, all right, he felt that punch to the face. This is his third round of being blind. 
Uh, man, the crossbow is not going to be effective here against this guy. But it will be if he takes a five-foot step back and tries to shoot at Rafo's unhittable AC at a 50% mischance. Here we go. Come on. I'm due. You know what? How about a nat 20? Come on. No. That's not a nat 20. Uh, that is another 15 and another miss. He's blind! Uh, that was his third round? That was his third round of being blind. It felt like his tenth. It's Johnny Halfling's turn. Okay. Johnny is... He's going to keep at it. He's never, he's never once hit anything with a sword. And he really wants to now. He feels like the gang has this basically in hand. He wants to get another notch on his belt. He swings. Uh, yep. Uh, 14th. <laughs> <laughs> just not another notch on your belt. Ah, um, come on. I'll sailor. show you, Derek, one way or another. Good man. Uh, yeah, no, Johnny is not having luck in the martial arts today. It is uh, my little golem's turn here. He was cornered, and he was staggered. He is staggered no more. Oh, it seemed like it came back to him quick. He is going to... Wait, question. Yes. Are the asylum patients that are chained hostile towards him, too, or are they nice to him? Because you said they were trying to bite us. The one down the, the bottom here is the one that's reach. drooling. Can't reach. Yeah, the one the one down the bottom is just drooling, uh, but the other one uh, looks like it's uh, attacking or trying to attack indiscriminately, uh, unfortunately, without getting the creature in its space. Can't do anything. Is All he right, drooling is... with hostile intent? <laughs> It, it looks like an unhappy drool. Okay. Uh, a bit of a peeved drool, if you will. 15, 20, 20. Oh, man, can I? Oh, that would be so fun. Oh, I think I can do it. Acrobatics is half speed. All right, let me see if I can do this. I'm going to try and jump to Rafa. He's got <clears throat> 40 feet of movement. I think I can do it. Natty 19. He jumps. But here's what he's going to do. He's going to jump towards Rafo. However, without provoking, he attacks Vern as he's jumping. <laughs> what? So can he jump high enough? What's his jump rate? Because like, he'd have to jump straight over Zakari. And Zakari's like six feet tall. That's right. Well, Pythagoras is doing it again. Can he jump over Johnny? And well, he can't. He has to jump Sorry, in a man. You're line. just you, your natty nineteen was an acrobatics against my CMD plus five. No, Is that what you're? He doesn't provoke. It doesn't provoke. It's just a straight up. Yeah, but you still have to get through my square to go over it. it. Doesn't? Is it still CMD plus five to go over it? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, maybe not. That's all good. It would have hit it anyway. But I was just curious what you were doing. Right. Um, uh. So you can just jump over a creature. Yeah, so a hot... You know, this is where it's interesting. Because you were the one who said half speed and everything, and so I thought that that was because you were trying to avoid a Jonski. Yeah, I'm just trying to see, like, if I needed to move first. I, I imagine them just being, like, these little jumping spiders, but... Uh, <laughs> you make a single attack during a jump. Uh, leap attack, but maybe I had to move in order to get the speed to jump horizontally. See, under the acrobatic spill, there's long jump and then there's high jump. Um, I think I think you're fine. I just think the spirit of the ability would be an attack against Rafo, as opposed and, to like 
but jumping as you like leave Vern and right, swing. I, I thought out he was just doing it's like ah, like these very graceful smacks to Vern's head. Uh, <laughs> seems very strange. He, and he's like kicking Vern in the face as his foot flies backwards. Vern's you like, can jump Whoa. diagonally as well. Is that also? <laughs> Don't you? I'm gonna say yes you because of the <laughs> passive aggressive way with which you asked. No, can you so jump directly and you're, through you're, walls. You're, too? you're ascribing um, uh, malice to what was purely inquisitiveness. It was the uh, way. It's like so you can jump magically through walls too. No, no, no. That's you're you're playing out your own insecurities <laughs> you here. That was not for me. There's a there's a great episode of The Office, and this is like late seasons after uh, Steve Carell left, where uh, Andy starts a band in the uh, in the warehouse, and he makes this song, and he's like singing in the. It's in his voice, but it's in the person of a little, in like the voice of a little girl. And he's like, I don't know. And he's playing it for the people upstairs. He's like, I don't know. I just feel like this is a song you could see people skate to at the Olympics. Oh. And Ryan answers in a way like you're just, like you just asked that question. He goes, Well, I just, I didn't know that they skated to such uh, bad songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he says it exactly like how you just asked that question. I don't know uh, if they skate to such. Hold bad on, Tron. Let me rephrase it. So you can jump diagonally. <laughs> I think. I think <laughs> he can jump. Uh, I, I wish I, I haven't even looked at the chat throughout this whole thing. Cause I'm starting to sweat. Uh, it's DC 40 without a running start. Says Dark Robotnik. I don't care for that take. How about another take? <laughs> chat uh, get a, can I get a second opinion can I get a second, second opinion, opinion. I mean, yeah. I'd like a se- second opinion for the chat well here's the thing I hope 10 people are like do it do it you're fine if you got a, do it. If you got a base speed above 30 you get a plus 4 to uh, acrobatics I mean it's, it says it blatantly in. in the rules it says these DCs double if you do not have at least 10 feet of space to get a running start yeah jumping and falling the DC to make a jump is equal to the distance to be crossed if horizontal if horizontal if horizontal or four times if vertical. So to be crossed, I mean, so five, you 10, really 15, need to cross 20. just five feet. So if I, if you only I moved, really need to cross Zakari, right? No, but I'm saying if, if I'm going 20 feet, it's DC 40. Right to yes. there is DC 40. Even if I go diagonal, it's DC 40. Now, and I, I still maintain you can't move through Zakari's square if you're doing a long jump, but still, yeah, DC 40. <laughs> one, one problem at a time, but yes. Uh, here's the thing. So I got a 19. I got a 19. My, uh-huh. I, I'm belaboring this because I, I actually enjoy this conversation. Uh, I, I got a natty 19, and he's got a fucking plus 13 to acro. So that's a 32, right? I'm not going to make it. But one cool thing is you get a plus four racial bonus on acrobatics checks made to jump for every 10 feet above your speed if you have a speed above 30 and he has a speed above 40 however that huh? plus 4 is probably already baked in alright I can't do it okay <laughs> hold on I'm almost done with the math Troy excuse me okay excuse me Gollum no. could you uh, I'm back please come back and stand here between me and my friend Vern I'm back I'll just Thank I'll you. just try to smack Vern on the head and I will not be able to do a full <laughs> attack uh, it is a uh, god tab time it is a a 20 to hit your stupid little football shaped head <laughs> that misses come on <laughs> oh wait no uh, he's advanced 22 Are you sure yes that hits <laughs> four points of damage you take all of it you take all Man, of it you see how like 
That's really kind of a low blow to just insult the shape of your head. It's so childish he, he, and rude. He does kind of look like a, a goblin Hey Arnold. Like the football-shaped head? Yeah. You do have that going on. Or like a Stewie yeah. from Family Guy? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. that's what I get for trying to do something fun and different besides a <laughs> club bite. Um, but yeah, DC-40, it's, it's a tough thing to do, just be able to spring. I thought he was a fucking spider dude. Nope. Mm. Shitty. Just kill him. It's Rafa's turn. Well, he could do, he could jump vertically. Yeah, cling cling to the ceiling. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Uh, and then skitter right across and, and drop on Rafa. And he wouldn't provoke. Sure. He wants to eat. He's he's hungry. He wants to eat your corpses. Crove's been feeding him, and he stopped. Yeah. Rafa is going to take a five foot step towards the caster and is going to flavor step onto the table to unleash. A flying elbow on the guy Can you flavor step flirt. onto a flavor table step. without flavor rolling stepping. a fortitude save? Keyword flavor. I know. I'm just kidding. All right, here it comes. <laughs> here comes the flurry. <laughs> I rolled both dice at the same time. I missed on one. So uh, two on one die, 14 on the other. That is a hit. Total of a 21. That will be 14 points of damage. Zhezhek is no more. Yeah. He'll never get to complete his grafting experiments. And he falls. It is now Vern's turn. Vern, this creature in front of you tried to make an illegal leap. And (laughs) instead he just came down hard on your head with a club and did four points of damage and you took all of it. You you pulled out the... Absalom rules of combat. <laughs> We're like, I'm sorry, sir. No, 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 that is not allowed. According to the Treaty of Versailles, it's a DC <laughs> 40 you, check. Have you no honor? <laughs> <laughs> and Vern says, "Come, Norman. This rapscallion shall not go unpunished." Didn't you drop Norman? <laughs> no, I dropped Ephigenia. Oh, I thought you I, dropped Norman too. No, I was like, no, why are you dropping all your weapons? No, he drew Norman. He drew. He never Norman. drops Norman. I, I'm so sorry. I should have known. Nobody you never puts Norman, Norman in the corner. It was foolish. That of is a 21 to hit with Norman. That is a hit. Strike true, Norman. <laughs> One point of damage. One point of damage. <laughs> Crushing it out here. Sorry, I gave you the floor. It is Zakari's turn. Zakari, this thing looks like it is not long for the world. What do you want to do? Turns back, sees Rafo's effectiveness, and thinks, we could use the practice. Let's keep this going. He's going to channel positive energy to bring both enemies back up a little bit so that we can keep the fight going. Uh, <laughs> they're both in range. I'd like your honorary uh, bottle cap back. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go after this guy with flanking and power attack. By the way, I still have, Johnny, I still have your bonus on. Is that still active? Yes. Your Inspire Courage? Okay. For now. Uh, so I will, and for this, because we're trying to wrap this up, I will throw in my honorary bottle cap that doesn't do anything. Give yourself a plus zero. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> yes! That's what you get for an honorary bottle cap. <laughs> Oh my god, it's going to be ability damage. Oh, I, I hope no it's going to be D1 and D12 wisdom damage. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh god, I'm so filled oh, with This is like a garbage time fantasy loss. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> brutal. Uh, Alright, come on. Let's random generate this melee 
fumble. Sorry, I just need a merriment. Uh, okay, this one from Joe uh, from the Gold Coast of Australia. Okay. What's up, Joe? Uh, this one is called I Can't Do the Splits. I can't do the splits. As you take your battle stance in the heat of action, your foot slips on some loose terrain, and you sprain your groin by unintentionally doing a split. You fall in agony and are prone. You can only move half speed until magically healed and must spend the required (laughs) amount of action economy to stand up again. No save. So basically prone, and I move half speed until I get magical healing. Wow. Stick. Just, just terrible. Uh, oh, so he slips and t- and uh, sprains his groin, pulls his groin. <laughs> Has anybody ever pulled their groin? Have any of you guys ever pulled no. your groin? It is amazing and awful. You, you basically, you can't really feel it if you're just walking around and you don't even really know something's wrong. And as soon as you try to do anything like remotely like run, like a good sprint, it's just like, and your body just shuts it down, and then you don't feel it again as long as you're walking. It's so weird. Like, there's like no pain, but when you go to do that running motion, your body's like, nope, and your leg doesn't work. It's oh. bizarre. Oh, that's good to know. Next time, like one of my fantasy players is like, day to day with a groin injury, I'll be like, oh no, he's not. He's not playing on Sunday. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You might have like, you know, if it's an if it's an O lineman, you may be like, okay, right. If it's a wide receiver, bench See ya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. Uh, top of the new round. Jezik's dead. Johnny's up. Johnny, what do you got? He's going to swing again. Oh, he's going to stop singing. He's going to cease his performance. So take that bonus off, everybody. And he's going to swing and miss again. Johnny misses again. He's trying his hardest out there. Trying to sing and go. It is the creature's turn. Um, He is not going to try and jump. Uh, Actually, no, he is. He is going to try and leap over to here, which is DC 20. I think I can do that. Nailed it. Leaps over there, and as he does so, he attacks Vern because Matthew made fun of me. <laughs> uh, oh, is that, that a crit? 9019? I don't think so, but I'm still going to look. No, it's definitely a hit. Hits you with that little cudgel. Four, five points of damage, Vern. Ooh. Ow! Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, no sneak attacking off left-footed. All right, so, uh, yeah, he gets out of there, pulls out a little bit. Damn. And it is, uh, the, no, Rafo's turn. Rafo, you took out Jezik. What do you want to do? Rafo has just enough move speed to trot oh, no. right over no. to this <laughs> son <laughs> of a gun. <laughs> Got to turn Amazing. heel and eat the mat eventually, you tiny little... It's a run out, Ooh, 16 on the die uh, for a total of a 24. He's got the steel chair! That <gasps> <laughs> man has a family! <laughs> uh, 14 points of damage. Dead zony. Dead delicious. <laughs> it's scared! Uh, Rafa with the run-in to finish the fight... And Classic Rafa. You are out of combat. Uh, Plug, fun fact. Plug's like, what happened? Fun fact for everybody that was paying attention. Rafa downed every enemy in the combat. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's true. <laughs> and that combat was spread out a little bit. Not not a lot, but a little yeah. bit. And it was a pretty spread out combat. There were four of them. Rafa downed every single one. <laughs> Rafa killed them all. It is. Rafa. It, 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 
It was the closest thing I've ever seen to the end of a Royal Rumble where someone just throws everyone else out of the ring. And yeah, so it worked. <laughs> um, all right. You got a lot going on here. A lot to uh, explore. Where do you want to start? Yeah, you got four yeah. hallways that all seem similar. Um, and then you've got this room uh, where Zhezhik was working. And there's a uh, door to the south in that room as well. Um, can we take some time to sit around the fire pit and have a beer and just hang out and uh, catch our breath? You said there was a fire pit in the room. Uh, it's a fireplace, but it's, it's cold. All right. Uh, sorry, for I'm going to channel positive energy. I am down 11. Everybody took a little damage, Away right? from the unconscious people, right? Correct. Okay. We'll work that out. Uh, what did we miss? We have Rafa Kudagras them all and punch through their brains, and then uh, that is exactly eleven points of healing, which brings me up. Great. So everybody gets eleven with a channel, uh, and yeah, Zakari will make an effort to take the unconscious people and say, "Rafa, help me," and uh, just sort of bind them so that they don't hurt themselves or anyone else, and he'll search this torture chamber to see if there's anything else in here. You mean like a repeating uh, crossbow? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yes, that that will be very yeah, good for one of you. Very yeah. good. Yeah, for for me. He has a weapon known. A man, it's too big for Vern. Look at him. <laughs> He's too little. Yeah, what happens if I try to wield it? It's... It's a minus. It, I take a minus. I think it's four. a minus four. I think it's a minus four. Yeah. He has a weapon known as an atlas. <gasps> oh, oh yes, is that it's a curved like blade. A, it's a, no, it's like a javelin. Okay. Um, like an old Roman javelin. He has an atlas, and he has this repeating light crossbow with um. Oh, we'll say he has seventeen bolts. Um. Uh, he also has eight doses of medium spider venom poison. Nice. Beautiful. Yep. Um, that's all he has. And then the other creature was known as a Morlock. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And he has nothing on him. What about the cudgel? You can imagine. Oh, yeah. It's just a, a little club. It's a basic club. Hales in comparison to Norman. It's, it's, it's certainly no Norman. Um, in this room, you don't see anything of interest uh, except the door to the south. Oh, uh, okay. He'll go and... What about this repeating crossbow? Do you want me to take it or do you want to take it, Burn? I, I, yeah, I'm not I don't per- know what the rules for oversized weapons I'm not are. even proficient with a repeating crossbow, so... Uh, oh, is it an exotic or martial? I think so, it yeah. Is. I just looked it up. Oh, that's right. You, okay. you may not really use it either. Exotic. I definitely can't. I thought that it was just came under the crossbow category, but it does not. Apparently, uh, yeah, exotic, it's an exotic, range it's exotic really. Wow, yeah. didn't seem exotic to me. It seems like the easiest yeah, way sort of to seemed use like yeah a crossbow. It seemed like set it and yeah. forget it. I said, <laughs> I've of. talked about this before, but it's like that was one of the big features of crossbows like why they were so great was because any idiot could pick them up and fire them unlike the English longbow for example right so it's like they really should be classified as simple weapons 
Yeah, and they were much more deadly than a short bow, which was easier to use than a long bow. But the crossbow packed so much more punch it, and yeah. was easier to use. The so. crossbow could could pierce through plate armor if if, yeah. if machined the right way. How did they compare with like with a longbow? You have a lot more range, right? Because of the right, way more. Yes, range. the longbows are so powerful, but you, you had to. I mean, they were six feet long. Yeah. So you had yeah. to be very proficient uh, in them. Uh, but yeah, they could also go straight through a shield, straight through plate armor. Crazy. Don't you talk uh, about Iphigenia that way? <laughs> <laughs> That's your short bow, right? Longbow. She's a, it's a longbow? It's a short, well, short longbow. It's a short yeah. longbow. A small longbow. Uh, yeah, nothing in why this room. Why are you proficient with that? Is it your deity? Uh, why am I proficient with that? That's a good question. Oh, because I took martial weapon proficiency just to be able to use it. Oh, <laughs> dude, I wish the repeating crossbow was martial instead of exotic. I guess we know your seventh level feet. <laughs> Exotic weapon proficiency, so you can use a repeating crossbow. Yeah, a basic, non-magical no repeating crossbow. I'm going to eschew selective <laughs> yeah. channeling to take exotic weapon proficiency. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zakari will ask Rafo to come over his way and then open that door to the south just to check it Okay, you walk past uh, dried, flaked... It's going to be another hallway. You walk past dried, flaked chunks of skin on the floor as you open the door to reveal uh, a small room that has a door open that looks like it's leading into a privy. Uh, This particular room is like, uh, it looks like maybe a dirty old bedchamber. There's a mattress lying on the floor that's covered in stains uh, and a low wooden chest that is like filled to the top with bone trophies. Uh. Ooh. What? If you look in there, it's like little trophies uh, of mostly finger bones tied into lengths by sinew, not by rope. Uh, and then numerous skulls decorated with strange carved runes. Um, although they're obviously eerie, uh, and like everything else you found in this place, they don't appear to be worth anything. It's like magic. There's no magic. And the door to the south just leads to a dirty privy full of... Full of feces. That's actually some, poop. something poop. I did in Skid's Rune Lords game for a friend of the show, Dell. His character, Walry, after he died in our campaign, I made a necklace out of the bones of his hand that I wore for the rest of the adventure. Yeah. Um, you awesome. did this for him? Yes, and in tribute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is a tribute. Graham, <laughs> if, uh, at the time of my demise, I... Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, to, like, step on your feelings or stop you from feeling the way you need to feel, but I would respectfully request that you do not turn any of my bones into jewelry. Uh, what are you going to know? You're going to be dead. Yeah. Sure, you, Matthew, be... or your characters? No, me, Matthew. Oh. Too late. I've already made a pact with your wife. I get your... <laughs> you shall have his finger bones. I get she signed bones. It. I've already pre-purchased your bones. Yes. That would right, be a, uh, that'd be an interesting business model. It's, it's like <laughs> Some buying people a, do it. It's like buying like a star. Ferengi. Yeah, isn't that what they, isn't that what they do with the Grand Negus? They uh, he 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 sells off the rights. Like they sell off pieces of his body after they think he's dead. Yeah, I th- I think yeah 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 that's right. Dude, my real twenty here is all these tiny little rooms. It looks like shit. Uh, all right, so yeah, nothing of interest in here that you can say. So. Keep moving. Where do you want to go? And that last room is just a toilet? Just a toilet full of poop. Okay. Detect magic into the privy. 
you detect some intense magic coming from beneath <laughs> the pile of feces. <laughs> Mafo, I have reach. a job for you. <laughs> no, there's nothing. Okay. Never mind. Uh, man, I kind of like... I'm down for whatever you guys want to do, but I kind of want to get out of here. I need to rest. Guys, I see some hands. Yeah. I know. Like, it's, it's very there. disturbing, and I don't really feel like getting into this. <laughs> uh, we, we need somebody to take care of these poor people. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not us. It's not today. Uh, uh, Vern runs up and down the corridor detecting magic. Right. <laughs> on the cells <laughs> and then right. and then back and he's, let me he's uh, through. let me start revealing some of these uh, cells as you're moving through uh, the corridor uh, you see some are empty uh, but some have uh, these patients in them in various states of sanity uh, they're very cramped uh, not even comfortable oh. for they're not comfortable for a prisoner let alone someone that should be receiving a certain amount of treatment. There's a straw mattress or what uh, suffices for a straw mattress, scratchy sheet, uh, a bucket overflowed with, uh, you would assume, urine and feces. Um, And some don't even have that. Some have their uh, excrement and piss all over the floor. Um, And you look... uh, Actually, where are you guys? Yeah. I think that's all you see. They're, everyone in these cells are, appear both helpless and harmless. Uh, can we... Yeah, I'm going to run. Johnny's going to like trot along, kind of ducking beneath any windows in the bars, in the doors, and get up here to just see if this corridor wraps around. Yeah, so actually I can walk you guys through this pretty quickly. It does wrap around, and it's a lot more of the same. If you keep Mm. going around, uh, you'll see that once you get to the other side of this corridor, uh, there are cells on the eastern portion that, if you took a moment and looked in, would see that they have peepholes corresponding Mm -hmm. uh, in here so that guards could watch the prisoners through the peepholes uh, and Mm. do who knows what. But more cells, more cells. In fact, going all the way to the bottom, if you guys keep looking, it's more cells. The only difference is there's one cell that's wide open right in the southeastern portion that if you look into it, it has a little tunnel in it. And you would, Oh, that leads to the other cell. Right. Yeah. So he tunneled his way through and then walked out that door to come and flank us. In which cell is the poster of Rita Hayworth? So I'll give you that. Uh, it's in that cell. Yeah, it's. I mean, he tunneled from one cell into another locked cell. It's not exactly Shawshank, <laughs> right? He thought that was the uh, the exit. He was like, he yeah. saw the movie. He saw the movie. He thought he could do it. Ended up in just. I just ended up in another cell. <laughs> well, that would really suck. He's like, he's like, I've been at this for like nine hours. I must be out <laughs> at this point. I must be beneath the walls. That movie is always on TV. It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> and who's Rita Hayworth? <laughs> Why do I have a poster? There's plenty of poop uh, in just... here, but no freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like there's just that door to the north end. So why don't we just go open that if we're going to open every single door? Uh, let's yep. just go check it out and make sure that there's no incredibly powerful magical items. 
All right, you go up there and you see a small surgery. Uh, there's a long metal table standing at the center of the room. Spots of dar- dried blood marring its otherwise polished and perfectly pristine surface. Uh, there are two wooden cabinets standing uh, to the northwest, and then to the east are two uh, empty-looking prison cells. There's rusty instruments all about, long, sharp tools like a long screwdriver. You saw stuff like this upstairs, long, thin blades in the light, and Plug looks in and is like, This is where he did it. This is where he took me and where he took all the other guys. This is where he did his business to us. Luckily, luckily mine didn't take. Yes, you are very lucky, Plug. Let us get you out of here and back to your family. Come, we must rest, recover, and find these other two heretics. Let's get, get out of the asylum. Clues. Let's get out of the let's asylum. Get, let's, G, let's GTFO. GTFO. There should be a clue or something here. We feel like we should have found a clue. A raging clue? Yeah. Um, well, you took out a, a big keeper, and you found out a little bit more background as to what was happening there in the Sunless Grove. You find out that this guy, this poor soul, Oleg, who I'm assuming you just leave down there. Yeah. Uh, he started the whole thing. Started the whole thing. Wrong place, wrong time. Did you ever hear that story about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Did we talk about this? Uh, I don't believe. I can't, I can't so. keep track of all the serial killer conversations we have. In the future. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer uh, would take. Uh, he would like pick up guys or pick up uh, prostitutes, bring them home, have sex with them, and then drug them and lobotomize them. And then slowly right. eat them. Yeah. Well, he took one guy home and uh, lobotomized him, and he escaped. Got out yeah, into yeah, the street. Yeah. The police found him, brought him right back to Jeffrey Dahmer. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. My boyfriend got drunk. Uh, I, I'll take care of him. He was out in the street acting weird. Delivered him back to Jeffrey Dahmer, who then went on to uh, kill him and eat him. So well, it's exactly guess. like this. I mean, in a way, in a way <laughs> yeah. not, they didn't eat him. But like... Uh, Oh, this crazy guy. Let's just give him to their uh, well-known and well-respected uh, asylum worker. <laughs> Surely he won't do anything horrible to him. Um, um, do you want to go back upstairs? You know what? That's that's an interesting question. Uh, I don't know if there's any way to know this. But you said the Crove had a certain reputation in town that was good. Mm-hmm. And did the really horrible mistreatment of these prisoners coincide with finding this document and like this obsession with contacting the other realms or has he always secretly and people didn't know about it treated these uh, these patients horribly I, there's probably no way for us to know that but I'm just curious no, but if however there's any however sign. some of the stuff you've found in his personal works and in his study leads you to believe that he was he's been shady for a while now, was he doing yeah. work on it's a career dirt? Yeah, bag. was he doing was he doing work career on them that was directly connected to his work with the keepers? Maybe not, which makes it all the more foul. Um, but yeah, this was not. Yeah. This guy had to go. Yeah, he had to go. All right, let's get out of here. Let's report back to the mayor right, and go back and get upstairs. Some rest. Obviously, yep. there is uh, stuff you did not look oh, at right. there. But if you want to just get out of here, it seems like you got took care of what you want to take care of 
We'll detect magic over the whole southern area without walking into it. Wob, 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 60 feet in every direction. We align our cones. Bastard's going to make me look at each room now. See if there's anything. (laughs) All right. Let me look at D16 and D17. Um, All right. Uh, Nothing. All right. Let's go. Okay. So you get out of there. Where do you want to go? Let's go. You know what? Let's go back to the map of Carrion Hill. Well, we should report to the mayor immediately that there are a bunch of people in the asylum that have been greatly mistreated and need rescuing and feeding. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. And this is something, uh, obviously, that is that Zakari is very passionate about, uh, and he will be very effusive with the mayor about how, like, this is something that needs to be looked after right now. I know that uh, your crows are in short supply and that there's a lot of danger going on here, but somebody needs to take food to these people and... You know, a lot of them are behind bars. You won't have to worry about being attacked, but you need to feed them at least, and then we'll figure out what to do. All right, so if you go back to Crown Manor and report that, um, you know, he tells you that, like, yeah, right now his hands are tied. All the crows are uh, up to their elbows in trying to keep the peace and trying to keep the city from falling apart. But obviously this is a situation that needs to be dealt with, so he's going to dispatch people there as soon as he can to try and figure this out. He's more worried about, like, how am I going to find someone to replace the uh, the asylum. Like, I can't just let these people out and let them go back to their families. There needs to be someone who right. can give them the proper care that they need. But he's like, okay, one problem at a time. He wants to know, like, is it locked? Is it wide open? Is it locked up? Like, are they lunatics just to be running around? Uh, and you can tell we them that they're all locked up. We did leave a bunch of them just lying unconscious on the ground. And the door is open. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll get someone there. <laughs> as fast as possible to at least secure them for now. And Mr. Mayor, their buckets need emptying. I don't know the first thing about that. Um, you just take the bucket and you just em- turn it upside down at a oh, different space. I'd just, I just mess it up. Um, what do you want to do now? Do you... He looks at you like, uh, what is your intention? Um, this threat is... Uh, Obviously, still still out there. Are you able to just keep going with your investigation? You seem like you're pretty well, uh, well, well equipped, well rested. Yes. No, I'm afraid not. We uh, must reflect, rest, and pray uh, before hopefully moving on to where are we going? I- Should it be Rubman's Vat? Rubman's Vat or Elmway Church? Up to you, boss. Yes. Rubman's Vat. It is. Um, we will go there first thing in the morning, but we must, as I said, rest. Is there? Is that something that we can do here? May we find a bed, some peace and quiet for a moment so that we may draw upon our divine energies? Um, it looks like, uh, of course, yes, you've already rested here once. Uh, you're welcome to, to stay again. I just, I worry this thing is out there, but, you know, if you're not at your best... I'd just be sending you to your deaths. Um, uh, of course, you, you know where your rooms are upstairs. You may uh, rest as needed and then hopefully uh, get right back out in the morning and, 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 and take care of this, yes? Yes. Right. Good. Yeah. Sounds Good. like a plan. Excellent. Um, all right, we'll uh, sleep well. Um, Zakari is going to scribe uh, a couple scrolls. Uh, before going to bed, uh, just to restock a little bit. 
and uh, it'll cost a little bit of money, but we've got it. We're fine. Okay. And what do we know about uh, what do we know about Rutman's bat? It's where they make Middenstone, which is uh, a, a form of brick that is made out of the giant roaches in there. It's crushed, boiled, and mixed with other things to make cement. It's a roach brick thing. Uh, they're big in Carrion Hill. It's cheap building materials, but uh, because the uh, filth area of Carrion Hill is like mostly swamp, uh, it's it's home to these roaches which are everywhere so rather than just let them plague the area they've turned it into a natural resource and so a lot of the buildings are made of this stuff and uh this this guy is a middenstone baron that area would be a great area to start an elder scrolls game in where you have to go in and kill the roaches in someone's basement and then come out get your first reward it'd be great yeah do a bunch of crafting yeah all right, so you're going to rest down for the night, try and regain yep. your strength, get out first thing in the morning. It's still raining, by the way. Your whole walk from the asylum back to uh, Crown Manor, pouring rain. It's been raining ever since you set foot uh, in the outskirts of Carrion Hill, and you've woken up to rain. You went into buildings, come out, and it's still raining. You go to bed to the sound of that rain pattering on the roof of Crown Manor. Actually, I forgot something. We need to ask the mayor if there's anyone capable of casting restoration in town. Oh, yeah. On me. Didn't he give you potions of restoration or no? No. Lesser restoration. Lesser restoration. Mayor. Yeah, because this is ability drain, not ability damage. You ask the mayor and he's like, "Uh, we do not have anyone here at Crown Manor that can do such a thing, but um, I will uh, send word out. Uh, overnight to see if um, there is someone in town with that ability and uh, D100 or later we'll see what comes of it (laughs) I'd say anything uh, below a 10 on a D100 should produce the uh, power you seek what? alright below a (laughs) 5 no no, I will will make it slightly more fair Um, and you go to bed to that sound. Do you have like a sound there on Sirenscape Joe that is like the sound of like a leviathan? Kind of like a like a like one of those really not like a dragon sound that we've done that big growl but something that's like a massive like monstrous sound. I know you got some good ones in there. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure. I'm putting you on the, the spot head, here. Um yeah. Skid, that's great timing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some just sort of like horrible scream. Yeah, not scream, um, but like this deep, dark, monstrous yell. A rumble. Yeah, a rumble. Oh, there should be in. Can't spoil it. Dolly. Oh, uh, no. is it right near that crossbow? <laughs> that sound you're looking for? They're in the same. Oh, you know what? I do know there's something in here. There is something in here, and I don't remember what it what it was, but I used it once. I can't remember if it was a glass there's cannon or what. something that's so but... perfect that I can't tell you. Can't tell you. Oh, it's like at, no. the end of, at the end of Jaws, when, you, when there's that shot from the water, and Jaws is going down, and the, he uses this sound that's like a... It's like a prehistoric yell. There's a whole story as to what sound he uses. You hear it underwater. It's like the sound of Jaws dying. 
it's mm. like that amplified this. I'll give you a couple more seconds. Well, that's pretty good. Pretty good. That's so right. imagine that, but far more Lovecraftian, far more horrific, far deeper, and something that you hear while you're still dreaming. You know those moments where like something is happening in waking life while you're still sleeping, and it enters your dream, and then you realize, wait, this is happening in real life, and you wake out of the dream to hear that? You hear that sound, that monstrous yell in your dreams. Maybe all of you are having a shared dream, not unlike the beginning of our Strange Aeons adventure. These horrors of these things that you're seeing in the asylum and in the Sunless Grove infecting your mind. You hear this sound and you all wake up and realize that the sound is actually happening in the world around you. Oh my God. What? You what? get up and you're on the second floor of Crown Manor and you rush to the window and you look out on this rainy city on a hill descending down from up here on Crown Manor all the way to the filth. You can see the waterways. It's a beautiful view. But somewhere, somewhere between the Slipper District and the filth, you hear this sound emanating. And just see a building collapse on itself. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. And we'll see you in a couple <laughs> weeks. Oh, oh, my God. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Thanksgiving, oh, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And thank you again to Beetle and Grimms for supporting thank us, you, for supporting the stream three weeks in a row. Thank you, guys. It's so kind. So please support yes. them if you are able. Check out their Kickstarter. Uh, oh man! Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll miss yeah, you. Eat some we'll turkey. Thanksgiving. Stay far away from your family <laughs> and wear a mask. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Check out our social media to find out when we'll be back. Most likely on the third, unless uh, something delays us. But we will see you very soon with more side quest, side swish. Time to go to the after party. I said swish. <laughs> side said swish. What's a swish? Cannon podcast side quest side sesh series is a glass cannon network production paizo pathfinder their respective logos and all paizo titles characters and artwork are property of paizo inc and are used with permission the glass cannon network is an officially licensed partner of paizo inc 